Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. So this presentation, I have titled it Take Control, and it is designed for you to motivate yourself and achieve your goals. And by achieving your goals, it's... Uh, creating the life you want through design. So um, actively designing and creating and making the life that you want. So to do that, for a lot of people, when it comes to setting goals, we have a tendency to kind of like we know what we want, we know where we want to go, or at least we have a vague inkling, inkling of what that is. Um, and a lot of people just don't actually follow any kind of process or make steps that they can actively measure seeing themselves so that they can see themselves achieve those goals. So um, the steps that I've laid out are the first one is finding clarity, choosing your goal. The second step is understanding your beliefs. The third step is visualizing the prize. The fourth step is setting the goal. The fifth step is taking action. The sixth is assessing progress and realigning yourself. And the seventh is not exactly a step, but for the purposes of the presentation, it's the final thing that we'll talk about, and that's understanding the difference between success and failure. Um, and so typically that aspect is retouched on throughout the entire process because people are prone to instant gratification. I know I am. And if something is taking longer than I anticipated, it can feel like a failure. And that's something that has to be readdressed regularly, along with the understanding of the beliefs. So, but we'll get into each one of those steps throughout the hour. Um, and I'm going to break them all down and discuss them and give tools. So if this is um, something that you listen to, then you'll be able to take away actual process and steps and tools um, and good knowledge, I'm hoping, good, good solid wisdom. So uh, the first part is finding clarity and choosing the goal. So do you know what you really want? As a coach, I have come across and I have met people who, incredibly enough, don't even have an, any idea of what they want. They don't, to the severity of not even having dreams, to the severity of not, not feeling like it's, it's okay for them to have a dream. It's okay. And that is a, that is from a place of, fear of failure and fear of not achieving. And so when I start working with someone, we focus a lot in the very beginning on finding clarity. And a lot of the questions I ask are questions you can also ask yourself. So uh, the questions I'll ask are, what would you like to see from your life? How do you want to feel? 
If money and time weren't an issue, what would you be doing? How do you define success? And if you had what you wanted, how would that make you feel? Why do you want what you think you want? And what are you willing to give for what you want? A lot of people, um, a lot of people want things and there's like, there are different levels. So there's, you kind of want it, you want it, you really want it, you have to have it and you cannot live without it. It is a must. And each level is its own level of, um, of commitment really is what that comes down to. How committed to are you to what you would want? So for somebody who really, really, really wants their goal to become a reality, they're, they're going to give anything it takes. Uh, for someone who's not really sure on what they really want, they're just kind of going along, they're like, ah, you know, I'd like to have it. That would be nice are words that they'll use. So when you're writing down your answers, look at the words that you use when you say it. It would be nice if. I would like to have this, you know, pay attention and that will kind of give you some insight into what you're thinking and how committed you truly are to what it is you want. So when you're looking for clarity and you're looking to really understand the things that you want, um, another tool I use is to look at your priorities, look at what are your current priorities in this moment? And what are your desired priorities? If your current priorities follow in kind of a line of like my kids, work, furthering my education, I'd like to clean my house, and then, you know, maybe if I could, I'd travel. But deep down, you have this driving desire that you really want to travel. Like that is your passion then your desired priorities for a desired reality that you want would look like in the other order of uh, travel, furthering your education, kids, work, and cleaning the house. So though that, that tool is designed to really help some people kind of figure out, like, where is my focus right now? And there, it's really funny because I've asked somebody, I've said, okay, so I want you to give me your list of priorities and where I came up with the two ideas of the two, the, the list for the two different priorities is uh, asking, you know, what, what are your priorities? What do you want from your life? And being told, um, like, my current priorities or future priorities. So if you're living a life that is your your designed life it's your greatest life it's the life that you really want and you wake up for every day then your current priorities will be your desired priorities so those two things those two lists should be aligned you want those two lists to match um following through in clarity you're going to receive what you are aligned with so, that being said, your current reality and the reality that you're currently living in in any given moment is exactly what you're aligned with and exactly what you have been aligned with. So, 
whatever you feel on a constant basis, whatever you think on a constant basis, um, whatever you do regularly is going to be a reflection of where you're at right now. So if you want to change, if you want to have a a life that is just incredible and exciting, or you just want to achieve a normal day-to-day goal, then you're going to have to change the things that you focus on. You're going to have to change your uh, perspective. You're going to have to change your behaviors. Um, And that will change what you're going to align with. Um, As we go forward here, I see... Um, I, it, it was mentioned here, um, choosing goals that inspire you and having a laser focus. These are things that are, yes, absolutely incredibly, incredibly important because if you don't have something that inspires you and if you're not picking a goal that is going to really motivate you to wake up in the morning, if it's not going to just grip you and feed your soul, you're probably not going to have the same ability to commit in the same way to stay the same level of commitment. So um, I'll go over that some more when we go into like visualization because that's where you can really find like that, um, that feeling of passion and that excitement and really grasp onto that. Um, understanding your beliefs is step two in my process with goals and what are you telling yourself is true and this is incredibly important because the bigger the goal the more challenging it's going to be the bigger the goal the harder it is going to affect you and the 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 reality is, is if you've already created the life you're living, if you're already living in a certain lifestyle and you want to see that lifestyle change, and then you're obviously going to have to change your alignment, which means you have to do something you've never done before. And that, for a lot of people, is very scary. Change can be very, very scary, especially if you're focused on negative aspects of that. You can get yourself caught up on the fears of what if everything goes wrong and those things they they can just challenge your entire belief system it could be investing money in something you've never done before and investing in yourself and fears and deep-rooted beliefs about money could come up for you and those are things that you'll have to change and the beautiful thing about beliefs is there are always going to be two truths that you can follow. You can always find two realities. And it's the one that you're choosing to focus on that's going to be the one that will influence your decision and get you the end result. Um, So really quickly, I want to talk about the difference between a fact and an opinion. And this is important when it comes to beliefs because Many of us will base a belief and we will think it is a fact when really it's an opinion. And it can feel like a fact. It can feel very, very, very true for you. 
but it's only one of the two truths. So facts are always going to be unbiased. They're non-negotiable. They're uh, typically measurable. They're indisputable, observable. And a fact is a statement that can be proven against an objective standard. So a fact is if you look at the thermostat outside, that it is 75 degrees outside. That 75 degrees is across the board. Everybody can look at it. It's agreeable. It's, it's, it's right there. That is a fact. It is 75 degrees outside. Opinions, opinions are biased. They are negotiable. They are disputable. They are, uh, you cannot measure them. They are unobservable. And an opinion is a statement that cannot, or cannot be proven against an objective standard. And this is how I show this to my clients is if it is 75, out, 75 degrees outside, what you make that mean is an opinion. So if you look outside and it's 75 degrees and you see that and say, it's hot outside, no thank you, I'm not going outside. You have made that mean that it is 75 and it is uncomfortable. So that is your opinion. Not everyone shares that. For other people, 75 degrees is incredibly comfortable, and they would look outside and say, it is a beautiful day. For example, right now, it is pouring rain outside. That is a fact. I love rainy days. So for me, it is a beautiful day. And this is very important because this is applicable to anything and everything that happens to you day to day. And when you're reaching for your goals and when you're trying to achieve your goals, if you come up against something that is a fact, for example, if you have $0 in your bank account, you can make that mean that it is impossible to achieve your goals. Or you can make that mean that is the reason you're going to achieve your goals. That is a very powerful thing and that is a very big difference in what, what your outcome is going to be. That is going to impact you very, very dramatically if you if you grasp that really well. Um, so what you make things mean, um, a lot of the times what you'll make something mean will be very, um, it will be very biased on how you feel in that particular moment. So something can, you could look, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, um, you could look at the exact same situation from two different perspectives based on how you feel at two different moments in time and make it mean something completely different. Uh, an example of this that I've heard before is if you're in a fantastic mood and you are walking through the grocery store and somebody just runs up really quickly and they cut in front of you and they they just take the cashier's attention right away from you. You are next and it, that's rude. How could they do that? But you're in a really, really good mood and you would look at them and you would be like, you know, they're just, you know, they're, they're probably having a bad day. They're probably having a bad day. It's not a big deal. I'll let them go ahead. If now, in that exact same situation, if you were in a bad mood, that could be grounds for you to want to start a fight. 
Now, here's a beautiful thing is when you become aware of the opinions and the facts and you become aware of um, you become aware of the um, the way that you're feeling in a situation, you become you become the one that is now able to choose. You become aware of what's actually going on in your mind and you can choose how you're going to let something influence you, which goes back to you're going to be able to choose what you want to believe. And so in that situation of being at the grocery store, somebody cuts you off like that, you're going to be able to choose to believe whether or not that person is a bad person or not because they've cut you off. You're going to be able to choose how that is going to affect the rest of your day. Um, and just in good practice in general, that is something really important to practice when it, it comes to, uh, when it comes down to like creating your goals and uh, focusing on your goals um, you'll be able to then apply those practices in the things that come up on your way to achieving your goals. So you'll, you'll be able to see that having the control, having the control over how you think about that situation is really going to influence your ability to succeed. Um, and I'm going to have a really I'm I, I'm kind of debating with myself right now whether or not I should use this uh, example, but I think I'm going to wait until the end when we get down to successes and failures, um, because I think it's just it's a really great story actually. So, um, I'm sorry I'm following along here in my notes. Um, Really? Okay. So, sorry, I, I went off on such a tangent there and <laughs> did not follow the notes I was using there, so I apologize. Um, I want to get back to really quickly how we identify our beliefs, um, and your beliefs are inadvertently going to become how you identify yourself. And this is a very, very important topic that I want to touch on as well. Um because when you're achieving your goals, your behaviors are going to be a reflection of how you identify. Um, so if your beliefs are working out is hard, being lazy is the best, salad is gross, people can be so annoying, small talk is stupid and pointless, or if your beliefs are, if, here's an easy one for somebody who has ever been a smoker, I used to be, and I will tell you this, I used to believe that I loved smoking. I loved the the way the light hit the cigarette smoke. I loved the way it tasted, and I loved the way it made me feel. When I was ready to quit, my beliefs had completely changed from that. I no longer believed that looking that it was attractive or it made me feel good or anything like that. I started to begin focusing on the beliefs of, it doesn't smell good. It doesn't taste good. I don't like it. It makes me cough. And the thing is, is those little beliefs um, over time accumulated until I identified as I no longer want to be a smoker. 
And then that turned into, I am not a smoker. So really becoming aware of what it is you're telling yourself. Those are your beliefs. Really becoming aware of um, what you're thinking. Those beliefs are going to tell you how you're identifying with yourself. So if your goal is to lose weight, and you think working out is hard or it's not for you or you believe you're big boned, then what you're identifying with is I can't do it. It's not for me. And that will inherently, all it will never align with I want to lose weight. You're never going to get there. You're going to be pushing a rock up a hill. And we all know that doesn't get anywhere fast. Um, you could probably like push yourself through like sheer force of will that I'm just not going to eat that donut. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gym. And after a week you will be back on the couch relaxing because you still believe that going to the gym is hard and eating healthy is hard and undesirable. And you're going to fall back into your own patterns. If you want to change that, you change how you identify with yourself. You change how you, who you say you are. I'm somebody who works out. I'm somebody who eats healthy. I'm somebody who makes good choices that are good for my body. That, that change in your identification, like in your ID with yourself, is going to completely change your behavior. And it's going to make it much easier because the reality is, is willpower is like your gas tank in your car. You can only fill it up so much and it's going to run out and then you have to refill it. If you don't rely on willpower and you rely on just being that reality, then it's going to be much easier for you to achieve those goals. Um, so... If you want, I want to give you this tool because it's really, really good for somebody who really wants to become more aware of what their um, internal beliefs are. And it's, um, it's called a thought download. Um, and I'm sure it has other names. And a thought download is you can either have someone listen to the way, listen to you just go off on a tangent and have them just writing down keywords that they're hearing you use, or you yourself can just do a free write until your hand goes numb. Write everything in your mind as it comes up as quickly as possible, write it all down, and don't think about it, don't look for punctuation, don't try to spell things right, just write everything down, and that will tell you exactly what you're thinking and how you're believing a situation is. Um, flow state writing, yes, that that uh, putting all those words down, that down, calling it the thought download that you're literally downloading all of your thoughts to a piece of paper, and you get to look back and see, man, did I really say that? Like, was that really how I? thought? Is that really what I'm thinking? Is that really what I'm, is that what I think is true? And then you get to choose, do you want to believe that? Do you want to agree with that? And then you will become aware of that thought the next time it comes up and you can choose to say, you know, I actually don't, I don't agree with this. I don't want that. I don't, I don't want to believe that. It doesn't make me feel good to believe that. 
And that is going to that is going to lay the foundation for the rest of your achievements and goals. Um, the next one is visualizing the prize. I want you to paint a picture in your mind of what you want. And this is my favorite part of achieving goals because I am a very visual person. I am very creative and I could daydream all day long. Um, mm, excuse me. Um, I could daydream all day long, and I love to paint a picture in my mind of what I want. I love to paint a picture in my mind's eye of the perfect life, the perfect house, the perfect romance, the perfect body, the perfect everything, all of it being perfect, and I can daydream all day long. And so for those who have trouble visualizing, some of the best things you can do are to sit down, close your eyes, and maybe listen to some light music, maybe listen to a description of something that it is that you think you want, and maybe look at pictures, but really try to just daydream. Just kind of use your imagination and just create things and try to put some words to it. What do you see? What are the colors? What are the textures? What are the warmth? How do you feel? How, who are you in that image? Like where, how do you fit into that image? How do you feel about it? And really, really, really grasp that image. And when you're not like able to sit down and visualize it, start looking for the physicals. If if visualizing it in your mind's eye is too hard for you, then physically go out and look at a house that is your dream house. Go out and look at the car that is your dream car. Go out and hang out at the beach with a bunch of beautiful people if losing your weight is what you want. And look at people and be open to the idea of surrounding yourself with those things that you want. Again, you're going to attract what you're going to align or you're going to attract and create in your life what you're aligning with and visualizing and putting yourself in that place of having those things near you and making that your focus, that prize, that end result, it's going to motivate you and inspire you like nothing else will. And especially if you can grasp, and I believe it is, um, it was Jim Carrey who said it. He said he, in an interview with Oprah, and I love both of them so much, he talked about he would, before he became famous, he used to go and sit outside of this one particular spot and visualize himself being there. And he came to the realization that that reality already existed. There was already a a truth where that what he wanted was attainable what he wanted was right there and all he had to do was align with it and get there and building building this image will build yes an an emotional connection and the emotional connection is the next really important part to visualizing and it's something you reuse again and again once like I'd say to do it once a week I 
if you feel like you don't have time once a week, but I do it daily. When you start to build a an image in your mind of what you want, you're going to begin to feel in your body this um, the different sensations of excitement and confidence and passion. Whatever feeling you invoke in that moment of visualization, you want to grasp onto that because that feeling of if I was there, this is how I would be. That feeling is really going to, it's very powerful because it's really what brings you into alignment with creating that reality for yourself. And so another tool I would like you to use is creating an anchor. I love this term that creating an anchor Um, I think it is just so brilliant. An anchor is any object or motion or behavior that you can do that when you're having a deep sense of uh, emotion, a, uh, a very passionate moment, you go, you reach for that anchor. So if you are, uh, the example I used in my notes is if you're get, when you're getting married, you're, um, you're putting on your wedding bands, you're saying your vows to your beloved, everything is very exciting. And for the next however long, as long as you keep these feelings tied to that moment or to this anchor, every time you touch your wedding ring, You'll feel excited. You'll think about how in love you are. You'll it will invoke those feelings of of love and that passion that you felt for your your spouse in that moment when you married them. And just as easily, an anchor can be a place for recreating new feelings for something old. So when you're visualizing, when you're thinking about your goals, when you're thinking about what it is you want, if you create if you create an anchor, and that could be maybe putting your hand to your chest, maybe it's touching two fingers together, and you really actively think about that emotional moment and you make that, that motion, that physical touch, then you are now associating an, another another aspect to that memory, another aspect to that feeling. And the next time you go and you make that same physical touch, it will invoke those feelings quicker and easier. And you'll be able to to recreate that feeling. And that is very, very powerful because um, for a lot of people, they say that, uh, you know, if the universe speaks to us, it's, it doesn't speak English, it speaks with feeling, it speaks in a vibration. Being able to create the feelings of you when you've already achieved that goal, every time you create it, it's bringing you closer and closer and closer to achieving your goals. And having those positive emotions will also really help you in moments when you're down, moments when you're feeling um, like moments of disillusionment, moments of just like hurt or discouragement where you're thinking maybe this is impossible, 
you reach for your anchor, you touch that, you really try to focus on reinvoking those feelings of excitement and passion and hope, and you will be able to push through those moments that are hard. Um, after this, I know this is going to then sound um, maybe like uh, counterintuitive or against what you've been told, but stop visualizing after this point. After this point, you've put it into the world. You've made, you have made your request. You have created the vision. You know what you want. You have found your clarity. You have set your goals. Now it's time to start taking action. Um, setting the goals, taking action, moving forward, and allowing what you've asked for to come to fruition. So first, write down your goal. What is your goal? Write it as clear and concise as you can. Put as much detail. How will you feel? What is it going to look like? Write it all down. Um, how will you feel when you achieve this? Write that down. Really think about that. And be aware that that answer may change over time, just as the goal may change. But start here. Write down what is your goal and what will you feel when you achieve this goal? You're going to follow that up with creating, this is a tool I'm, I want you to have, and it's you start with a box on your left, draw a box on your right, draw an arrow between the two, and then make branches off that arrow in one, two, three. The box on your left is I am here. The box on your right is where uh, I want to be here. Those branches, the three branches, are your milestones. This is how you're going to break down your goals into achievable steps. You then are going to take those milestones and break them down further, and I call those markers. So if you are running, if you're running along a mile and you have to run a mile, so your here is at point zero, and down the mile is, you know, one, then there's mile markers. There are milestones, so there's like 0 0.25, 0 0.5, and 0.75, and then between there, there's the 0.20, there's the, the little breaks. Those are your mile markers that are going to help you get to the milestones, which will get you to the mile. Once you get there, you will have achieved your goal. So break down those, those markers. And from that point, you're going to want to give them a time frame. You want to look at each marker and take them, take them one at a time. Put them in order of how you think they should go to get you to that milestone. And really, really kind of lay them out. Will this one take me a couple of hours? Will this one take me a couple of weeks? And you're going to use that in your planning because you're going to make to-do lists that you can check things off as you're going. That is, you know, that's how you're going to create that end result. And I want this to also, I also want this to be known as well, is when it comes to taking, taking action, the reason why I like people to break down those major goals 
And, uh, and even if it's not a major goal of yours, still try to break it down and still try to create it, put it down into something smaller because then you can measure it and you can see how close you're actually coming to it. And if your goal is to just be happier, then taking action is still important because taking action could mean just being outside so that the opportunity can find you. It can, and then the action can also be seizing that opportunity when it appears. So if somebody offers, hey, do you want to go out? and your goal is to be happy, and you're not quite sure how you're going to get there, then when somebody offers, say yes. Seize that opportunity. Do something that challenges you. It's going to be a little scary, and that's okay. That's why you focus on what your beliefs are. That's why you want to know what your beliefs are, because you want to know that there's more than one truth there. You want to know that you can create whatever it is you want. And by taking those actions, you'll be able to move forward through fear, any kind of fear that comes up. And even if you don't think that there is a fear that will come up, you may be very, very shocked and surprised at some of the things that can come up in the most mundane situations. So keep focusing on your fear or your beliefs, keep focusing on your thought downloads and learning what it is you're telling yourself, learning what it is you think, and keep taking the steps you need to through those markers to create your goals or to create the reality you want. Um, the next is assessing your progress and realigning yourself. And this can be hard for some people because if we don't achieve all of the things on our checklist by the end of the week, we can tell ourselves that it is too much and we are not going to do it and it is impossible and we tried and give up and fall right back into our old behaviors. Again, beliefs, we talked about them. You got to change those. So this is, this is how I confront the checklist, assessing your progress is I want you to create this habit. You pick a day of the week, any day, whichever day works best for you, it's going to be a different day for every person. You're going to, on that day, set your goals for the week. You create your checklist. You write it all down. And when that day comes around, look at your list. Or when that day comes back around, you look at your list. I want you to look at what you achieved. Do not give meaning to what, it, to what you did or did not achieve. You look at it unbiased and you ask yourself, can I do this next week? And if so, all you do is you reassign it. You just write it down and you start over next week. It is not the end of the world. It's going to be okay. If you cannot do that goal, assess it. Why can't I do that goal? What is preventing me? And how can I find an answer to this? And be open. Just And if you cannot find an answer to why you didn't achieve it or why you don't think you can, you don't have to beat yourself up for not having an answer. Just allow yourself to be open for the answer to come to you. It will. You'll be able to figure it out. The next habit I want you to create is more of a self-love practice. And for this habit, it's about the realigning yourself. And... It is, again, picking a day, 
I want you to then on that day, you, uh, you know, you've reassigned your goals. For the rest of that day, meditate, work out, groom yourself, take care of yourself, make yourself feel good, practice being grateful, celebrate what you've achieved, sit down to re-visualize and hit your anchor for a minute. Focus, re, realign yourself with what it is that you're doing. Find your why. Find that moment that you felt really passionate and find that moment as to why did you decide that this was going to be your goal in the first place and what is driving you. Focus on what feels good and focus on what matters. Thing, little things that come up that don't matter, that set you back a little bit, that's all they are. They don't matter. They are just little things, and it's okay. Everybody has our has their moment. Everybody has something that sets them back a little bit. The difference is, are you going to let it discourage you? And if you do this once a week, you will hit your goals. Because once a week, every couple of days, you'll probably find that by about halfway through the week, you're maybe slacking if you every single week are getting back on it and every single week you realign yourself and maybe you do it twice a week if you find that that helps you, if you're doing this, you will achieve your goals. It's guaranteed. You make these habits, you make these practices, your rituals, then there is no, there is nothing that will stop you from achieving that goal. Moving forward, my favorite part now is the success and failure. And what is the difference? Success and failure are such personal topics because every person defines success differently and every person will define that, the, that correlating failure differently. It can be, failure could be a fear of, of not and all failure, all failure is a fear. All failure is, is, is a fear. Because really, if you think about it, there is no such thing as failure. Because if one door closes, another one opens. And anything that you don't finish, you still learned a lot. You still learned something. You still gained something. And you can choose to start over. You can do it again. It is only going to be a failure if you quit. And even if you do quit, that doesn't mean it was a failure either. You could choose to quit. That's okay. Everybody's definition of failure is going to be different and everybody's definition of success is going to be different. So ask yourself, what is my definition and what is, what does it mean to me and why do, is that what it means? Why do I think that that is the definition? What am I telling myself to believe that that is what constitutes a failure. And what am I telling myself I believe is that constitutes a success and that if I don't have that, then it means I failed. Is that true too? And remember, back on your beliefs, there are always two truths. There are always two beliefs that you, you can choose. You can choose how you're going to view it. And for myself, in my goals, I have found that one of my biggest fears is, one of my biggest fears of failure is that if I, if I don't follow through. 
And even though I'm already following through and even though I'm already achieving my goals, I still struggle with that because it is still a fear for me and it is still there. So also recognize that, that your fears of failure don't go away. They will always be there. What happens is you learn to cope and you learn to deal and you learn to work with that. And you don't let it affect you. You don't let it stop you. It does not, it does not need to be the end of your journey towards your goal if you feel like you have failed. It's, it does not have to be that way. You can choose to start over and move forward again. And I want to, I want to leave, I want to wrap this up with a, um, a final question. And I want to ask you, how long is your goal? How, and I'm trying to think of really how to word this correctly, but for how long is your growth? How long are you trying to change? Is it for a season or is it for a lifetime? And that can deeply influence your definition of success and failure. And this is the, the story I used when explaining this to a client. I told them, if your goal is to lose weight by summer and summer hits and you did not lose the weight you wanted, you can discourage yourself from ever making future progress because you have deemed that a failure solely because of the definition, solely because of the goal that you set and the wording you use when you set that goal. If your goal is to lose weight and be healthy for life, you will never fail if you are trying. You will never fail if you are constantly moving forward. You will never fail because you will always be gaining knowledge. You will always be gaining wisdom. You will always take something away that worked or did not work, something you learned about yourself, something that changed, something that made it easier, and something that maybe made it harder, and you'll learn to avoid that situation. It is not a failure if you accept that your growth can go for longer than just a season. Um, for me, my growth, and I'll tell you this, my growth is, my growth has become my career. My growth in the sense that I, I am turning my personal growth and development into my career to help others. So my growth is for a lifetime. And if that resonates with you, then maybe making your entire life a process of growth and learning and development is something that would really help you and you should consider in when setting your goals. So I am, oh, I had a comment that said failures equal feedback and fail upwards. Yes, that is a, I, I love that because failing upwards is, it's, it's again, it's not failing at all because, again, you're moving forward. And, again, that also comes back to what is your definition of failure? What is your definition of success? And you could just call all of that learning. You are learning. And that is okay. 
And I would actually really encourage that you start using the frames, uh, the frame of mind of failure and success and start to shape it into learning. I am learning to achieve my goals. I am learning and moving forward. And, you know, maybe get rid of that entire definition of what you think the failure is. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.